Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the TV experience. It has been a long time, but this is basically season two of the show. We're back, finally. Um, it's been a long time, I know, but don't get mad, alright? That's just what happens. Podcast takes time. You gotta find things to talk about, times to cover, and I think I've got a little bit of a schedule that I, or at least a little bit of a plan that I will use in terms of the TV Experience podcast, which is going to become the number one podcast, you best believe it. And I gotta say, I'm feeling great today. Just had a great workout, getting water in me, plenty of calories, the good calories. Had a good night's sleep last night, and that has all led me to talk about what the subject of today's podcast is which is my thoughts on Floyd Money Mayweather versus Logan the Maverick Paul. They had their boxing contest yesterday as well as some of their fights, which we'll talk about a little bit, but not as much as the main one. But before this podcast begins and I begin to break these things down and maybe answer a couple questions I've heard that people have asked, no sponsor today. Um, we don't have sponsors yet. I hope we do one day. We may. We might. We might. Fingers crossed. I'm drinking Aquafina water, but they're not sponsoring me. But, you know, I feel like it would be cool if they did. So, Aquafina, if you're listening, and, you know, maybe after a while you see what's going on with this show, you might want to do it. But, yeah, if you guys ever hear a little bit of a break in the action, it's because man's drinking water. Um, My plans for this as well, I'll talk about them a little bit. Um, It's really going to be more of a, if I see something that I want to talk about or I think people would want to, you know hear about, then I'm gonna make episodes on it, but I don't want to have, like, a set schedule, because times are busy and stuff, and I will not have a lot of time to do this, but I will do this, uh, when I can on something big that happens, it's not gonna be, like, a boxing-exclusive, sports-exclusive thing, um, even though the majority of it will probably be sports-related, but, you know, you never know, it could be something completely different than this. I'm just here to talk about the biggest things that are happening, and well, I've become more of a boxing fan, so you got the four key sports for me, football, basketball, baseball, and boxing going on. I'm going to talk about them a little bit, and that's what we're here to do today, is talk about Floyd, Money Mayweather, and Logan Paul. Who won? Did the fight go the whole distance? All these questions and more are going to be answered. I'm also going to answer other questions. Um... But, like I said, before we get into it, final time, I'm going to pause for a little bit of a talking to the breaking the fourth wall moment. If you guys want to send me questions or anything like that for this podcast, if you guys have anything you want to tell me, let me know in the DMs, or I'll send out links for the next episode, which I'll get to later, and then those links are like a message question link, and you can send in questions if you want that I will have an answer for you when that next podcast episode rolls out so it's like you can get to participate in the show how cool is that and i know some of you are like cringing like why would i want to do that but you'll do it and be like oh okay that, that's kind of cool that's kind of cool not gonna lie coffee water let's go i'm ready this is gonna be a good day today i'm ready to just take it on head on let's go ahead and get into what we are here to talk about ladies and gentlemen last night june 6th Sunday, Miami, Hard- Miami, Florida, Hard Rock Stadium, home of the Miami Dolphins. There was an event that took place. It was Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul headlining a four 
fight card in the football stadium that is Hard Rock Stadium, which if you haven't been to or seen, I haven't, I haven't done either actually, but I've seen it on TV and stuff. It's pretty nice. I like it. Pretty cool. Go check it out if you want. I've got heard a lot of good things. It looks nice. On a rainy day, because during the first or during the second fight, it actually rained a little bit, and that was kind of funny to watch. But um, yeah, on a rainy day, this all went down. This card went down, and I had people there. This is what's considered to be unreal that this was even happening. Um, boxing realists probably did not think this was going to happen, and probably didn't want it to happen, but it did. And I think it was good for the sport. Um, because boxing fans want to see fights that they want to see, not um, what the promoters want, just to, you know, give to people. That's the whole thing with boxing is, it's like the one sport that the fights that people really want to see, they don't get to see enough. So hopefully that will change. But just in his example, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, that fight was supposed to happen, but that fell flat. And so now Tyson Fury's fighting Deontay Wilder for a third time, which we all don't need to see. We all know what's going to happen. I don't know why you would want to waste your money to buy that. Don't do it. Tyson Fury's going to win. Early prediction. It's going to be it's going to be either better for him than it was in the second fight or um, the same result. It doesn't matter. Don't buy it. That's just my early prediction. Um, but the fact that we got this was nice. I was expecting not a lot, honestly. I don't know why I even spent 50 bucks to buy this, but I did. Um, I did not want to buy it through people, watch it through people's glasses. Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do it. We're going to buy it. We're going to see what happens. And it was great. It was a good, nice picture on a nice, solid TV. I was a fan of it. I was enjoying it. I was sitting there on the couch with my missus, and I was like... This, this is going to be, this is better than expected. And this all started because Chad Ochocinco Johnson, the five-time Pro Bowl wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, was fighting Brian Maxwell to lead off the card. And I had no, I had little hopes for Chad Johnson. Little hopes. I was not thinking this was going to go well. Um, but he surprised me. Chad Johnson surprised me. I'm not going to lie. He did. He went all four rounds. It was an f- uh, exhibition fight. Um, four rounds, two minutes per round. And he looked pretty good, honestly. Um, he was a six-time Pro Bowler, actually. Wow. Uh, that is... Wow, that's kind of embarrassing to say. But... Geico ads, sorry about that. Geico's not sponsoring me either. Don't sue me. But yeah, Ocho C he went all the way. Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. Um He I'd say he probably won at least one round in the fight. He got dropped in the fourth, but he survived. He made it the whole way. It, oh that was probably the knockdown of the night. Excuse me. Was uh the Ocho Cinco one, because it was a good it was a bigger kind of Shot, sorry, excuse me. Can't control myself. I swear, I have this thing where when I drink water, I have to burp. I don't make it, does not make sense. Yeah, I was surprised. My missus was surprised a little bit, considering everything I told her. I was like, I'm not expecting a lot out of this. 
but I got more than I thought, and, you know, I felt good for him, it was a feel-good moment, and I want to see Chad Johnson in Arena game, if he wants to do it, honestly, I'd be down to see it. Um, longest fight of the night, we had Luis Arias defeating Jarrett Hurd via split decision. That was the fight that had the rain in the middle, and it was funny because there was one point where the ref just got on his knees and just started rubbing the canvas with a towel, and I'm like, oh my god, this is what boxing's come to. But the thing is, okay, they had this, they had the ring, right, in the stadium. They had the lighting rig set up, and they had a thing on the top, like a roof, so the rain couldn't get in from the top, but there was also wind there. And the wind was just blowing it into the ring. And it just made everything slick. And the announcers were talking about how that was going to impact the fight later uh, between Floyd and Logan. Um, but it didn't actually, honestly. I was a little bit surprised. Cleaned it up. There was a lot of like low blows that Jared heard through against Luis Arias. And uh, like, kind of, they weren't like intentional, they were like slightly below the belt. But. Arias crumbled like a lot, and it got. St- it, there was a weird fight. It just kept getting paused, and it was a weird fight to watch. But it was long, long and weird. Uh, Luis got the dub there, and then we had Bodu Jack, who won by knockout in the fourth round against Dervin Colina, who he wasn't even supposed to fight. Um, Colina had to step in a week on a week's notice, because the duty that Badu was supposed to fight, who I, I don't remember who it is, I'm sorry, uh, had to pull out, so, fourth round knockout for Badu Jack, so he had the knockout win of the night, because it was the only knockout win of the night, um, Badu, I, I kind of think Badu, kind of solid all the way around, he looked pretty good in this fight, um, pretty good, pretty solid, if you guys haven't watched Badu Jack, he was on the, uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. undercard too, so I already, I'd seen him a little bit, and he said he was going to work up to cruiserweight, and for some reason, my mind just flashed, I'm thinking Bodu Jack versus Logan, versus Jake Paul, I'm like, that could be a fight, I don't know, it could happen, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to see, of course, Jake's fighting Tyrone Woodley, which I don't really want to spend too much time talking about on this podcast, but that'll probably come later. But that fight's on August 28th, and it's Jake Paul's Showtime debut. Because, yes, Jake Paul shined a contract with Showtime Boxing. So this is the world that we live in nowadays, guys. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that too much, but that's what's happening. Um, with Jake and potentially Bodu potentially getting in a fight. But those were the three undercard fights. It wasn't a bad undercard. Um... It was solid. I, the second fight was just weird with the whole rain and everything. Um, but I was having a good time still. I was vibing. I was getting ready to go. And then here comes what everybody wants to talk about. It's the main event of the evening. Ring announcer was a Hall of Famer. I can't think of his name. I can't remember. I'm sorry. It wasn't one of the buffers. It was another one that's really famous on like Showtime. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know, I don't remember his name, but we got to it, it was Floyd Money Mayweather at 44, 72 inch range, coming in at 155 pounds, 50 and 0, technically 51 and 0, if you want to count the time, he basically just child beat up a kickboxer in Japan, um, they showed a clip of that, by the way, and yeah, that kid, that kid, yeah, that was not good, and Logan the Maverick Paul, who comes in? Who came in with a 76-inch reach? 18 years younger than Floyd. Logan's actually 26. 
Um, he also weighed 189.5, and he looked every bit of the 189.5 pounds. Logan Paul, no matter what you got to say about the dude, he is in shape. He is in shape. I was like, what in the God's name? Of-? I mean, he was in shape for the KSI fight, too, but he just looked a little bit more defined for this one, I think, as well. So they both looked like professional fighters on their way in day, which was interesting because it was in a hotel. And I just, that just cracked me up for some reason. I don't know why I want to have my way in in a hotel, but COVID maybe potentially had something to do with that. I don't know. Well, we got to the fight. All right. We get to the fight and for their ring walks. Okay. First of all, Logan Paul comes out with a BS 10 Charizard, one of three in the world. I easily a million dollar card around his neck, like a necklace. And it's in a case and everything. He comes out in yellow trunks with black trim. And he's got all of his sponsors on there, like Atari and some kind of cryptocurrency coin thing. And his walkout music is something from The Greatest Showman musical. Which, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's the one with, like, Hugh Jackman. And they're like, a, it's like the circus kind of thing. The freak show sort of thing. Uh, he comes out to, the, to that song, the From Now On one. And I was just dying and my brother goes that's pretty gay and i i didn't know what to, i didn't know what to say to that i just started laughing but he comes out with that um his team is in like lavender i want to say it's like a purple but it's kind of like lavenderish purple uh with black on it um and he just he was said after the like in the post fight interview like he was waiting to get nervous but he just couldn't get nervous. I'm not going to show any actual clips of any of this on audio. I don't want to get sued or nothing, so we won't do that. But he says, I was waiting to be nervous, and I just wasn't nervous. I could not get nervous. Um, but Logan, you know, ring is higher. You know, I'll, we'll give it a solid. I'll give it like a six. Six out of ten. It was kind of like, it reminded me of Jake's gear with his Ben Askren fight, but it just didn't have, like, the stars on it. Because Jake had, like, black stars all around the trunks. I just, I don't know if that was, like, intentional, but that's kind of what it looked like. But it wasn't bad ring gear. And then Floyd. Floyd Money Mayweather for his ring walk. Uh, he had, uh, who did he come out with? He had some rapper come out with him. And I'm trying to think of the song. I'm so bad at this. Oh my gosh. I can't think of the song. You can look up the ring walk if you want. It was pretty cool. A lot of people said the ring walk was really cool. He was wearing like alligator skin on like a jack on his jacket. In his ring walk, he had like green and white trunk, green trunks with like white trim, like like Celtics colors kind of. Boston Celtics colors. Uh. Not, I think he had better ring... I think I would say just because of the ring walk, I'd give it like a 7. I think it was better than Logan. I mean, the ring the ring gear and stuff, it didn't like blow you away. I think attire-wise, Logan with the Charizard got him a few points. Because that, that took a lot of guts uh, to wear that card on your neck like that. That was... Yeah, that was unreal. But, you know, that's not the point. We're not here to judge ring walks. We're not here to judge... That's it. We're here to judge the fight. So what did I think of the fight itself? The fight was way better than I thought it was going to be. I will say that. Now, I think I had the game plan down. I'm like, okay, there's no way 
Floyd's gonna start this fight aggressive. He's gonna sit and he's gonna wait and see what Logan does, see how he throws. And he got him to throw a bunch of punches. I mean, the first two rounds, for those of you that didn't see it, Floyd threw like 10 punches in total between two rounds. I mean, he was just gonna let Logan throw those two first two rounds, get himself tired a little bit. That's what he did. I'd say, I think you can give Logan the first round or the second round. I think you have to give him at least one of the rounds. And then I think you have to give Floyd the other. A lot of the scorecards I've seen have either been giving Logan the first round or the second round, uh, which I would agree with. So it's at this point, it's tied between two rounds, 19 and 19. Because if you don't know how boxing works, the winner of a round usually gets 10 points and the loser gets 9. If there's a knockdown, um, the loser would get like 8 points. Or if there's point deduction, that stuff comes into play. But no knockdowns in this fight or anything. I'll spoil that for you. There's an interesting thing we need to talk about, though. I will mention that later. But we're tied there. And then after that, Floyd kind of had an idea of what he was going to do. And so he started to throw. And he, oh, Floyd looked pretty crisp. I'm not going to lie. Floyd looked crisp. Logan looked a little bit better than I anticipated a little bit earlier. He looked, looked a little bit quicker and stuff on his feet. Um, but Floyd looked so crisp. And Logan could not hit him at all. And I'll show you guys, I'll talk about the punching stats and all that after this is, this conversation. But, oh, Floyd looked, looked like he could still move at 44. It was unreal. And I'd say Floyd won every other fight pretty, every other round after the second round pretty convincingly. Um, so a lot of scorecards that I've seen, it's like a 79-73, uh, 78-74. But it's all for Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather won this fight, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, the fact that it went all eight rounds, that's, that's, it's a more of a victory for Logan Paul. He had a little thing where he had, at the end, he was like, I don't want anybody to ever tell me that you can't, that nothing's impossible, because he went all eight rounds, and there's a lot of stuff people thought, people are talking about how Floyd could have, like, kept Logan in the fight, like, it could have been over earlier, um, but better than I anticipated, Floyd looked crisp, uh, in the ring, like always, he just looked like Floyd, just a little bit older, maybe a little bit slower, but he still looked crisp. Logan, a little bit better than anticipated. That first round, especially, I mean, he he had a, that humongous flurry of punches, and I'm like thinking to myself, if that's against somebody else, that's not Floyd Mayweather. That could have been a knockout or a knockdown in that first round, but Floyd just blocked and ate every single one of those punches. Um. But yeah, the fact that, that Logan even won a round against Floyd's impressive. Um, but it just comes to show, guys, um, fighting is what wins fights. It doesn't come down to reach, size, weight. That stuff doesn't matter. It's fighting. It's who the better fighter is. And Floyd Mayweather was the better fighter, and he proved it tonight. Like, or he proved it last night like I thought everyone thought he would. Got the job done. Easy clap. But there's an interesting video that I saw on somebody's... So a uh, Snapchat story. I'm not gonna say who it is, but there's a video that shows, and I don't know what round it is, and I I'm trying to remember what round it was, but Logan gets caught with like a left, with a right uh, hook and a left hook, like a right cross and a left hook, and he's going down like to the canvas, like he looks like Logan Paul. Lo- Logan Paul looks out on his feet, like he's going down. But Floyd, like, holds him up. And that was a little bit interesting to me because, to me, when I saw that clip, and I only saw it today, 
I'm like, this fight was Floyd. I think Floyd knocked him out. I think Floyd had this fight. I don't think it would have gone all eight rounds. I think he kind of saved Logan because he rocked Logan with some punches. Logan looked like, oh shit, I just got hit like hard. And Logan said that after the fight, like he wasn't really like hurt, but that he got worked a lot in the body, which I, I felt. Floyd did throw a lot of body shots. I'm sure when we look at the tape, we'll see all that stuff. Uh, when we look at the stats for that. But, um, yeah, he was definitely hurt there. Uh, he was he was out on his feet. I mean, I if Floyd would have let go, Logan's crashing down. That's a knockdown. And who knows? It could have been over. It could have been a knockout win for Floyd Mayweather, but I guess we won't know. Uh, you can look the clip up. If you go to Snapback Sports Snapchat, it's uh, it's on there. You'll see it. You can debate it for yourself whether you think it, that Logan would have been out. I think it would have been at least a knockdown. I don't know if it would have been a knockout, but I think a knockdown is definitely question is in the question there. So Floyd wins the fight. Um, better than anticipated, I will say this, but we go to the stats just in case you want to come at me and say Logan Paul won this fight. And you just want to you want to make that argument? Then you know this is what I have the stats for. But we go to the Compu box, which is punch counts for every fight. Um, which this fight was real weird. If you guys don't know, didn't know the rules. Um, I can pull the rules up real quick. But it was not typical uh, rules because the Chad Johnson and Brian Maxwell fight was also an exhibition. It was. Um, contested under the same rules as uh, Logan versus Floyd. So the rules for this fight were that the rounds, there was eight rounds with three minutes, um, no judges, there were uh, knockouts, and knockdowns were allowed, and the referee was full in full control of that. Um, both fighters had 10-ounce gloves and no headgear, so like professional gloves. Um, it was kind of similar to Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., but um, yeah, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. So I'm going to go ahead and take a break before we get to this... Uh, punch count stat check so we can actually fully confidently determine who won this fight i will be right back with more of that
Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the TV experience after the short little break there. Not gonna tell you what it was for. We are back and ready to check out the Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul punching stats thanks to Compu Box, which has been counting every punch since 1985. So we go, we will go and look at the punches landed thrown, jabs landed thrown, power punches landed thrown, and final punch stat report. Um, and let's do this. When we start, we'll go with round by round, and this is what I want you all to understand, okay? Between the first two rounds, Floyd Mayweather threw 14 punches. Logan Paul threw 56. And Logan Paul, in these in this fight, was averaging, uh, I would say, a solid, like, upper 20s in punches per round. I mean, like, between 25 and 30 punches per round. Logan Mayweather's averaging, like, 16 punches per round, something like that. It, the significance is crazy. Floyd's also way more accurate in these. By round, Floyd's averaging, like, 30... I'd say he has a couple rounds where he lands 50% of his punches. The highest amount Lo- uh, Logan landed in this fight was the third and fourth round. He landed 14.3% of his punches, but he threw 28 in the third round and landed four, and he landed through 35 in the fourth round, and he landed five. So, yeah, we'll break that down later. This is total punches landed and thrown. If you're going to go on that department, Floyd wins. He threw less, but he landed way more. Um, by round as well, and yeah. So Logan Paul and Mayweather now, we go to the jab. There were a couple rounds, three rounds actually, where Floyd Mayweather didn't throw a single jab, which is just kind of mind-boggling considering the jab is like the most essential punch a lot of the time in boxing. Um, But Logan, on the other hand, threw considerably more so Logan Paul the most that he landed he went two for ten in the seventh round so he landed 20% of his jabs Uh, a lot of the time he didn't he didn't either hit Floyd or he landed one jab which just shows how incredibly slip worthy uh, Floyd Mayweather is when it comes to just dodging punches which you could see last night I mean Logan just could not touch him I mean, yeah, when he was getting tired, he couldn't he couldn't touch him at all. We go to power punches, and I gotta say, I think there's a good argument to be made that uh, Floyd also landed the most power punches in this fight, even though Logan threw a lot more. I mean, Logan's averaging once again like either low twenty per low twenties or high teens every round which is crazy and he's not landing them so i mean yeah it's absolutely nuts just to think that it's quality over quantity sometimes in boxing guys floyd knew what he was doing he just let logan throw out get tired until the point where after round four all logan wanted to do was just clench him because that's all he could do to stay alive in the fight and like i said with that video if you guys look it up i'm telling you i there was a chance. I think Logan Paul might have been knocked out. But yes. Um, 
Mayweather, every round, pretty much wins in the power punches category. And now we go to total punches, the final punch stat report. So, total punches, these are all, we're going off the body. Um... Floyd Mayweather landed 43 out of 107 total punches thrown, which is 40.2%. Out of jabs, he went 50% uh, to the body. 7 out of 14, which is 50%, obviously. And then power punches, he landed 36 out of 93, which is 38.7%. So you're like, okay, not bad. How about Logan? Logan, on the other hand... (laughs) We go total punches landed. Logan landed 28 punches out of 217, which is 12.9%. Um, he landed 7 out of 73 jabs, which is 9.6%. And then power punches, he landed 21 punches out of 144 thrown, which is 14.6%. So, yeah, Logan threw literally like twice as many punches as Floyd, and he didn't land even close to that amount. I mean, they both landed the same amount of jabs, but Floyd landed every other more of the punches and stuff. But it wasn't as lopsided as you would think. Uh, But no question, Floyd wins this fight. Um, Logan Paul coming into this had only six rounds of professional boxing experience. Of course, with the KSI fight, that fight went the distance. He lost that fight, obviously. And then Logan also had six rounds of amateur experience because he had the KSI fight the first time, which, you know, if you haven't seen those fights, you can go watch them if you want before you watch this fight. Ugh, this water is so good. I'm sorry. But you ever just have a, a workout where you need to hydrate? Hydration is important. Let me just tell you that. Hydration is important. Logan Paul, better than people expected, but not landing punches, but that can be expected with Floyd. And overall, I gotta say, my thoughts on this, I think it was good. A good card, a good event. Uh, It was better than expected, I'll say that. And I had a good time. And the next biggest thing that we gotta talk about as we wrap this up, hopefully you enjoyed that, hearing that. Hopefully if you saw these, you enjoyed these fights as well. If you didn't, let me know what you thought of it. Um... Next thing coming up in the next podcast, actually, we're sticking with the boxing theme, is going to be probably a little bit of a preview for the YouTubers versus TikTokers boxing event, which is June 12th. It'll be this Saturday in Miami, Hard Rock Stadium again. YouTubers versus TikTokers, guys. I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown of the card right now, just so you know what you can expect. Um, if you're interested in maybe looking into this and giving, uh, buying it, YouTube versus TikTok, you can keep that up. Um, the weigh-in for that will be on Friday. Um, in case you are curious and you want to see how this goes down you are welcome to I'm trying to find the boxing card right now like get the whole card available Um, and I just I cannot find one surely this has got to be it right yeah 
Alright. Alright, I found the card finally. Okay, so we go with the boxing card. Uh, Tanner Fox versus Rylan Storms. Faze Jarvis versus Michael Lee. DDG versus Nate Wyatt. And the Song Gibb versus Taylor Holder. I missed uh, Deji versus Vinny Hacker. Um, Deji's fight should be interesting to watch. And Nissan Gibb versus Taylor Holder is probably going to be the best fight of the night. Uh, considering those guys have a lot of good boxing, boxing experience. And then the main event, Austin McVoom, Broom, McVroom, I, t- McBroom, sorry. I did not mean to mess that up. Austin McBroom versus Bryce Wannabe Jake Hall. Because um, that's literally what all he's doing. Um, let's be real. It's always doing. That'll be taking place June 12th. You can order that on socialgloves.livexlive.com if you're interested. I There's a lot more. I care about this a lot more than I did. I'll say that. At first, I did not give a flub about this, but I watched the press conference, which if you haven't seen, is a total shit show, and you should definitely go out of your way to watch and see how amazingly dumb this is and how it reminds me of 2018 when we had the whole Logan Paul, KSI, all that stuff's going on. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of it on the line. You know, Bryce Hall's been talking. We could see JJ's return to the ring, that is KSI, after his music is done, potentially fighting Bryce Hall if Bryce Hall beats Austin McBroom, which I will talk about my predictions for those fights coming up in the next episode, which we'll be previewing that. But yeah. That's the next episode coming up, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Thank you for supporting. If you can go ahead and, when you listen to this, give me follows on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be the TV experience. Um, and yeah, new episode coming sometime. I don't know. Maybe it'll be on Friday potentially after the weigh-in, where I'll check on the weigh-in and we'll see after the weigh-in, kind of giving our final predictions for this event. But yes, thank you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed my thoughts on Floyd versus Logan, and I will see you all in the next episode. Pieces.